0: we help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio on a special Whiskey Wednesday episode. Also streaming live on Facebook. Ooh. What's up, guys? First time streaming live. I wonder what kind of weird comments we're going to get from this one. Joined, as always, by my hosts, Randy Angson, what's up, feller? Good day, sir. I think we need to clean this table off. It's a little, little, a little smudgy. A little, little smudgy, yeah. Been mm. doing some work on this thing. Yeah, I know. I came in, you had this
1: whole, if you got, for you, those of you watching along, there was a giant monitor, oh, it's computer, awesome. you know how awesome all this stuff. The oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we utilize the hell out of those.
0: But uh, Trying a little new whiskey as a gift. I got this from a gift from uh, Shauna. Shauna the tax goddess, thank you. Yeah, Where you at? Shauna. Thank you, Shauna. Uh, Garrison Brothers. Texas straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah, love me some Texas. It uh, a little oaky to start. Where uh, I don't know. Tastes pretty good though after it gets a little ice melt on that. So a couple things to note before we get too deep into this episode, which is going to be jam packed with mm-hmm. data, is that we are hosting a Black Friday workshop for gym owners. So if you do not have your Black Friday campaign set up, we've got a complete done with you uh, system. We're going to drop in your templates, your campaigns, your text messages, your emails, as well as your funnel, uh, as well as well as coach you on how to sell this thing and hopefully you can make a ton of cash uh, for Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, we're going through some of the numbers from last year. We're just kind of going back uh, and looking back at the data anywhere from 8, 9, 10,000 to 40,000 in just a couple of days. This actual uh, year, we're going to actually boot, bump it up a little bit with some mm-hmm. extra text messages. And by the way, those numbers—that eight to ten thousand to forty thousand—that was all done via email, and not not one text message was sent, and not one Facebook ad was used, not, not a dollar spent on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, a nice feeling when you're at uh, Thanksgiving dinner and you're watching your phone blow up with uh, three, four, five thousand dollars sales constantly. It's a it's a good feeling. So,
1: and I mean the fact that we still live in a time where you can send an email and you can receive funds. It's not all paid traffic. That's paying off. You know what I mean. We've owned the, we own these leads now, so take advantage of it, guys.
0: We we it's had an episode thing. about uh, owning your your yep. traffic. If you followed us in the past, we've had a own your traffic uh, episode. That's after you you're done paying for paid traffic. You've collected leads, and these people are in your database. You own that traffic. You don't have to pay yeah, for it anymore. Communicate so. with them. So excited for that one. So all right. So this episode what we're going to talk about a little bit today is, is knowing your data. And when I mean by knowing your data, I'm talking about knowing your data in regards to your uh, Facebook marketing campaigns too often. And I feel like at some points in our career, we've actually been felt victim to not knowing all of the data and not having a really good grasp. When we, when we came up with uh wicked reports and yeah. we were able to bring back in the revenue created from the ads that gave us a better picture. But what I mean by this is we've been conditioned as gym owners, especially anybody that's on Facebook, you've been pounded by marketing gurus talking to, to you about how this, this client, we've got 30 cent leads, $3 leads, $4 leads, for all of these campaigns we've been running. You should sign up with us. And We've been conditioned to think that four or five cheap dollar leads are good. or No, that it's a must. They are good,
1: but that's not all we should be focused on. Good
0: point. They are good. Yeah. Yeah, cheaper is always better. Sure. Well. But quality is what we're talking about. So what I'm going to go through today is from the actual budget on Facebook all the way to your return on investment and all the little steps along the way that you're going to need to be able to track. And if you're not tracking... Uh, this might be a kick in the ass to kind of like, hey, let's get some more data on, on these campaigns. That's the only, I mean,
1: truly, if you're not tracking your data, you're not marketing successfully. I mean, you're literally throwing money at the wall and seeing what sticks, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's a very dangerous way to play, guys. So pay attention because this is exactly how to take a successful campaign and then scale it. I mean, the idea behind marketing is to find what works. Yes. And if you
0: don't know the data behind it, you don't know what works. Right, exactly, and I'm going to give you an example of a, a time in you know you probably have turned off a campaign that was actually making you a lot of money and you didn't realize it. Uh, can we? Uh, are we ready to admit that we turn campaigns off too early yet? I'm absolutely ready. <laughs> I'm ready to admit that, and 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 the reason why I will admit that, yeah, is because all a lot, well, almost all of our revenue comes offline. Yeah. Uh, yes. Correct. And when it goes offline. And it's in our CRM, which we use Infusionsoft for Profit. It doesn't track automatically yeah, it doesn't in your happen, Facebook yeah. ads manager.
1: To talk to that point too. Did you know that Facebook's getting rid of the 28 day? They're shortening that now. To what? Seven day cycle is from my understanding is all that's going to be available for buying cycle. attributions. Yeah. Now, wicked reports and plugins might okay. be able to pull that stuff, but something just for you guys listening along. That's a conversation that I just saw probably last week that they're getting away from the the longer, full attribution out to twenty eight days and they're just going to the seven day cycle, so
0: interesting, which is cleaner,
1: yeah, but at the end of the day, I think it's Facebook's way of saying direct response is the only thing that they're going to focus on <laughs> That's very they don't true. care about the the when the client buys if it's attributed to an ad back when they want to see that ad attributed to that sale.
0: Well, it's, it might uh, put them at risk for people not, not, you know, attributing a 28 day purchase. Now they're really kind of cutting three weeks out of that. Yeah. That's a big deal. Okay. Okay, So let's dive into some data for a second here. Let's, we're going to use some round numbers. So everybody that's listening and watching, you can just easily follow along. Uh, I would, Maybe recommend writing like grabbing a pen and paper for this one. this is uh you know so if you're writing this out on a piece of paper, I've got thirteen basically uh cells from left to right, thirteen cells. This is an excel sheet that I'm looking at, but uh here we go. everybody knows this one. you spent a thousand dollars. That's pretty simple, right? Let's just say you ran a marketing campaign and for for ease of this conversation. 30 days, you spent $1,000. Total ad spend. Total ad spend on Facebook. You spend 1000 bucks, and you generated, and this is this again, this campaign is taking somebody from Facebook to a landing page. Okay. So you've, you spend $1,000 and you generate 333 clicks from that $1,000 spend. So your cost per click is $3. Okay. Everybody's following that, right? Okay. I paid $3 for every time somebody clicked to get over to my landing page. Great, everybody's following along. Now of those 333 leads, you generate, or click, sorry, you generated 25 leads, okay, 25 leads. And basically, if you say 25 divided by 333, that's a 7.5% conversion rate, okay? 333 people landed on your landing page, 25 people opted in. They gave you 25 leads for a cost per lead of $40, okay? 25 leads into a $1,000 ad spend mm-hmm. is $40. Okay, so everybody's kind of seen this. And if you go to Facebook, you, you can kind of get this out of the box. You yeah. get the cost per lead out of the box. It's right in front of you. Everybody sees cost per lead. Okay, I would tell you that most people will look at that $40 cost per lead and be like, ooh, this, oh. we got to shut this off. In, our, is in this industry, for sure. Yeah, right? shut that we're, off.
1: we're spending too much money to acquire one person yep. in, in the opinion of the marketplace.
0: Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. So I would uh I would argue you don't have all the data. So let's keep going because that's like one third of it. So let's let's go. What's the next obvious step for somebody after they opt in? What do you want them to do next? Purchase. Well, schedule an appointment. Okay, sure. And Offline, right? Yeah, so that we got to get somebody into your gym. So we want Correct. them. This is not a funnel where they would purchase yep, online. Yep, so we yep. want, we want this is a brick and mortar location. We want to book, the, uh, book appointment. the appointment. Yep. So out of those 25 leads, 15 of them booked an appointment. Okay, so 15 divided by 25 total is 60% scheduled. Okay, 60% of your leads that opted in scheduled for an appointment, that's actually on par for sure. what's, what's yeah. normal. Okay, $67 per appointment booked. You may look at that and be like, oh, that ain't too bad. To get somebody on your schedule yeah, for $67? You might say, okay, that's not too bad. But five minutes ago, you were saying $40 cost per lead was bad. So, okay, 15 of those, 25 books. So you now you're at $67 cost per per schedule. Now, 15 people booked an appointment. Only 10 of those people showed up, okay? So 10 out of 15 is 67%. That, again, about on par, so we had a hundred dollars to get somebody to show up at your gym. Okay, so you have hundred dollar appointments, and at that point you might be like, Ah, I I probably pay hundred dollars for the them. opportunity to convert somebody into yeah. a membership. Yeah. Sure. So far so bad. good. Mm-hmm. So far so good. Now you close eight out of ten. Not bad. 80%. Eighty percent. Somebody selling. So your cost per acquisition, meaning you converted the those eight people into a membership. Cost per acquisition is $125. Ooh, all of a sudden that doesn't look too bad, does it? Would you pay $125 to sign somebody up at your gym? Yes. All day, unless you're selling $9 memberships. Let's say we're, t- we're talking to the personal training facilities, the gym owners that have training studios that offer something 200 $300, what was it bucks, 300 $400. $120? $125. 125
1: I mean, for the most part, I mean, even in a group training Model, that's pretty comparable to the cost of the first month. So you're breaking even. It's
0: almost one month break even. Now, in our member, in our, for this example, I use $200. So you sign them up for a $200 a month membership. Mm -hmm. You've already made $75 on month one. So you you not only broke even, but you made $75 and then they're there month two, month three, month four, and that's 100% profit. So, wait a minute. I thought $40 cost per leads were bad. But they bought my membership. So you the point of this is, is you can't always look at cost per lead. That's not the defining. I I would really like to see cost per acquisition. Absolutely. And in many situations, it's okay to go negative on a cost per acquisition because you know what the client lifetime value is. If you don't know what your client's worth to your business, you don't know what you should buy that client for. Correct. we talked about this probably every episode since we started. It's an unfortunate thing, but what we're doing here, guys, is we want to educate gym owners on knowing all the data. For this particular situation, this is really easy to follow along. If you sold somebody into a $200 a month membership and it cost you $125 in ad spend to get that person to actually sign on the line... That's great. You have a return on ad spend, also known as ROAS, of 1.6. That means for every dollar you spent, you get a return of a dollar sixty, and that's a great campaign. Yeah, absolutely, that's an amazing campaign. You should high five yourself and pat yourself on the back if you're doing these types of numbers. And I mean, like, we can attribute that to almost like any other investment in the world,
1: right? You know, you put money into a savings account. What is it paying you back at?
0: Like two percent. You know what I mean, right? Need some so whiskey. Hold yeah, yeah. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You didn't hear it. There it is. There it is.
1: Uh, but that's the thing. So you know, for every dollar you spend, you get a dollar sixty back. That you you can't find that in traditional. I mean, a savings account. You'd be hell bent to find something like that right now. No. So if you if you have the availability of marketing with data and understanding the intention and what you're trying to accomplish out of it, that's a great use of your cash. That is that is multiplying.
0: Capital. Capital into your business. And it's 100% an investment. Now, that yes. that situation, you all of a sudden can see how marketing is an investment and not an expense, right? Should be. Agreed. So that was the point of this episode, was to get you guys to understand that it's not about the cost per lead. It's not about the cost per show. It's not about the cost per schedule. It's the cost per acquisition.
1: I'll I'll throw something on top there, too, because something that... Each of those are conversion percentages or conversion opportunities, right? You need somebody to schedule the consultation. Then you need somebody to show up for the consultation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do we do every single day to address that middle portion? You want to know where a $40 cost per or cost per lead sucks when you don't have the opportunity to convert that lead. So right. the CLA, a system in place, what are you doing with the leads that come into your business? This is exactly why we're not so concerned with the total number of leads that come into a business anymore, but the quality and the conversation that takes place with each of the
0: leads that do. Yep. And, because, and com- in communication and yep. follow-up. Yep. Yes. You can have a list of leads and never speak to them and that that's about all they're worth. Exactly. Is a, is a piece of paper and that they're on. We,
1: we talk about it all the time, right? Every time you go back and you, you re-nurture or you re you open up conversation to a lead that you've acquired one time you're reducing the cost mm-hmm. of that because you're cr- increasing the opportunity for conversion and the uh, it's t- i don't know like this this is what everybody needs to understand when it comes to marketing this is more important than anything you're going to do when it comes to the marketing itself if you yeah. can't understand it then don't worry about the offer don't worry about the hook the play the all of that you have to understand your numbers first to know what you not can should but should be spending to acquire clients. Because ultimately, if you outspend your competition, you're going to win. You need to
0: know that outspending them is still a win in the end of the day though. And you would only know to outspend them if you know and you feel confident that you're marketing at a profit, exactly. your marketing your cost per acquisition is, you know what your clients are worth. Those are the things that give you the confidence to continue to push the ad spend push the ad spend if you're the type of gym owner that is looking to spend the least amount as you can and you you get you pucker up yeah <laughs> every time you look at the ads manager and you're looking gosh golly we spent $1000 think about this guys In normal gyms that we work with the client lifetime values is 26 to $3000 if you spend $1000 it's a third of a client if you make if you make one sale, you've made your money back. You've made so, your money back. So is it, well, I wouldn't say it's gambling. It's investing. It's a risk. It's a risk. Sure. You, could, you could do all this work and, got, and get zero leads, and now you should probably pucker up. But if you're getting leads and those people are, are put into a system, we developed and designed the client lifecycle automation, and we coach our clients, and we give you a system to put all those lead sources, like the Facebook ad campaign, get them into a system that automates the follow-up process. So maybe you're out there training on the gym floor. When that lead came in. And that lead's already booked an appointment. Exactly. And by the way, you may have heard a little ding on my computer while I was going. <laughs> that was an actual website lead that came in for our unlimited training offer. Nice. It came in. I didn't look to see if they booked yet, but I know they're getting nurtured right now. Yeah, exactly. They're getting taken Peace care Peace of mind. So they got a voicemail, they got a text message, they got an email, and uh, you know, the front desk is probably picking up the phone right now. They're I, calling I, them. I could walk up to the front desk and there's a red light on right now. So <laughs> take the marketing, take the you know, your campaign seriously mm-hmm. and not just the offer we talked about last episode, and not just like shotgunning approach, but having a system in place, guys. I can't stress this enough. If you don't have a system for lead follow up and post appointment follow up, meaning that client, those, what was the math? You know, 15 booked, 10 showed. What about the five people? I'm talking about the yeah. five people that got all the way to the appointment, but no showed or canceled. What are do you doing with them? We've got a system taken care of. That's our CLA. It's all all on the computer. It's all there. It's uh, it's developed for you to, to to win. Let's be honest. It's mm-hmm. to, to get you to win. So I've taken a lot of, I've, I've done a lot of screen shares
1: in the last week, week and a half with uh, individuals about the CLA. And I think that that aspect of it, the post uh, consultation for us, like in the seat, understanding uh, to have a client is equally, you know, just as valuable as acquiring a client. Yes. That nurture process, in my opinion, is getting more and more and more valuable. I mean the long-term nurtures, the love sequences, the manual follow-up sequence. So yeah. We, so
0: we've built it a situation but that alone
1: that came up in both of the conversations. That
0: manual follow-up. So let me put it let's put a, a situation in place. You you get a call or somebody calls your let's say somebody calls your gym. Pick it up. Hey, what's up? You know, whatever. Pulse Fitness. going to be a different name, but Ooh. Pulse Fitness. Um, How can I help you? Whatever. You're going through your, your your spiel with them, and they they love everything. They yep. live in the area or or they're or they're about to move. They're still in Colorado and they're moving, you know, in a couple of weeks and they're just checking out the gyms in the area and just wanted to see what was going on. Will you follow up with me in a couple of weeks when I get into town? Yeah, hey, I close in uh, you know, early October. Yeah. Can can you follow up with me, you know, in a couple of weeks? What's the what what do you do right now with that? You might put it on your calendar, you might write a post-it note and it goes on your on your desktop computer and you Wait a month and you forgot what the hell was that conversation about? Mm-hmm. We've created a manual follow up automation. It's it's funny because it's uh it's an oxymoron, it's a manual automation. <laughs> yeah. Manual automation. So it allows you to put in the date that you want to follow up with somebody and it automatically remembers to follow up with that person. And guess what? We've we've converted more leads that way into members than I can count in in just from that one thing. And that's one of 10 outcomes. The one-tenth of what is out there is the manual follow-up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love the delayed start too. So client comes in today. Well, today's. Yeah, I mean, even today, right? Friday, we're recording this. Oh, I want to begin your trial, but I'm not going to begin till Monday. Yes. Oh, well, I don't want to send that client today's email that they should be receiving on Monday. So we input a date, hit send or save. That client receives Monday's communication on Monday, day one of their trial, yes. as opposed to today, today. or one. or you having to remember to send it. On Monday. Oh, exactly, That's or the, the human element, and then and then further, and then after that, every single correspondence that you want, do you typically want to have your new trial member mm-hmm. receive. Mm-hmm. You never have to think about it again. It's Uh-oh. done once, created once, it's in a system, and now you hit s- s- literally save on their contact record, and it is. Sent
0: yeah, though. think about your gym. Who, who's in charge of that communication? Is it your fitness director? Is it you, as the gym owner? Is it uh, you know your coaches are supposed to be the ones following up? Forget all the human element. They're yeah. going to forget. They're going to call in sick. Zach's on vacation for a week. Like, what happens now? Well, there's all automated. I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Forget about <laughs> it. Forget about it. It's beautiful thing. Forget about data, it. and then track the data. That's- data systems. Treat this as a business. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. Treat treat this as a business. Take take care of your your leads. The, your your contact list. There's money there. Pay attention. That's yeah, all. I think a lot of this, and and as we continue to, I don't know. The podcast always gives me ideas
1: about like what we do and how yes. we can. Yeah, <laughs> yes. How we can re deliver value and the data systems. All of this is the business. This is the st- this is the nuts and bolts behind the scenes, right? We understand, you know, everybody shows up and understands they need to train a client well, they need to provide results. The program design should be a thought. All of that stuff's the obvious stuff, but what separates the mom and pop shop from a, a true business that yeah. that has legs and will get where the sure. gym owner desires or ever imagined it going is when you stop and you you, you peel back the layers and you go, okay, what am I missing? And I don't want to say unfortunately, but, but guys, some of these things are an investment, but they're an investment one time usually, or a small monthly reoccurring or things like that. But nothing that we've ever sold or that we believe you should bring into your business is ever going to continue to cost you money without the ability to pay you back at least your investment into that and beyond. I mean, it is, it's done for the intention of moving the needle forward, growing your business, And so when you start to look at the things that you have available, we've talked about this on podcasts in the past, Yeah, invest in your business in ways that it's going to pay you back certifications. Yes, continued education is required, but that new certification is not going to be a one-to-one or a one-to-six or, you know, it's not a, there's no easy way to track what that is ever going to do for your business. So I'll start aligning some of your thoughts and, and the areas that you want to invest into things like systems and strategy, and growth, and marketing, and your business is going to grow.
0: All right. So that's it for this show. What can I tell you guys? Get the data, get the info, create the systems, treat your business as a business. Yes. And, and it'll, it'll, it'll yeah. pay you back like one. You no, know, it's an investment. So guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.